We, don't, we open our Bibles to uh, the same psalm that you just sang together, Psalm 130. And our focus this evening is verse 5. It's a brief psalm. Uh, I might read the whole thing for you, but since we just sang it, uh, let me just draw our attention to verse 5. Psalm 130, verse 5. I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait. And in his word do I hope. Let me read that for you again. I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait. And in his word do I hope. May the Lord bless the reading, the preaching, the hearing, the believing, and the responding to his holy, living, hope-giving word. Remember Jesus in the wilderness temptation, driven by the Holy Spirit, and he was to go through that temptation, Satan coming after him again and again after he had fasted uh, and um, would have been hungry and thirsty and tired. And he went through this temptation on our behalf. He is the, he is, uh, the second son. Israel in the Old Testament is spoken about as the, f the son whom I'm well pleased. Hosea 11 verse 1, out of Egypt have I called my son, is quoted by Matthew in the gospel about Jesus when he comes back out of Egypt and fulfills the fullness of that type. He is the true son of God, the true beloved out of Egypt have I called my son. So he's living perfectly what Adam couldn't and what Israel couldn't, whether it's being in the Garden of Eden or the promised land. But Jesus lives out being in the wilderness temptation, but not giving in to Satan and trusting his father and obeying crediting us with his righteousness for living the law perfectly and not giving in. But how did he do that? He had a hope in the Lord. He had a weight in the Lord and all the promises of God. And how did he do that moment by moment in his humanity? Well, he quoted Deuteronomy a lot in this interaction. And in Matthew 4, verse 4, he quotes Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, you might remember, where he says, Man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. And of course, he's talking about the inspired word of God, the scriptures, and at this point, the Old Testament. So God's people may and must continually hope in him, especially through his word. And I give you that as the main idea of our verse. God's people may and must continually hope in him, especially through his word. I want you to get a feel of the repetition in the Hebrew uh, that I mentioned to you before we sang verse 5 in Psalm 130 just now. Uh, the same word is used twice, right? I wait for the Lord, my soul doth wait, and my hope is in his word, right? Uh, in his word do I hope. Uh, it's the same Hebrew word for wait and wait, but it could just as easily have been translated hope and hope. Waiting and hoping here are almost synonyms in the scriptures. 
and you know it's not a waiting wondering what's going to happen and is this going to go badly is no it's a waiting and it's a knowing in god i know that i have i'm hoping this is this is going to work out and then when it says um, the last one in his word, do I hope that word is a different Hebrew word, but it's essentially a synonym and it could also easily be translated wait. So you could have three words wait, right? Uh, it could be I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait. And in his word, do I wait? Or it could be. I hope for the Lord, or in the Lord, my soul doth hope, and in his word do I hope. The reason I draw that out is I think that gives a, even more of a sense of the repetition and the main idea here of waiting and hoping and hoping and waiting as the focus and as the main thing. And waiting is not without hope. And hope involves waiting, but it's not without hope. But how, in this case, are we told to wait or hope? By turning to God's word. How do you hope in the Lord? How do you wait upon the Lord? How does your soul wait upon the Lord? By waiting or hoping in his word. It says in his word do I hope. And we know this. But we forget this. <laughs> and in the moment when we need help for hope and waiting. Sometimes we need help to remember to come back to his word. To do that. How do we hope? How do we wait? Turning to God's word. Thus, he goes on in verses 6 to 8. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. I say, notice the repetition, more than they that watch for the morning. Let Israel hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. And recognize that the psalm starts with a deep guttural cry unto the Lord to be heard. And in particular, our greatest need that we're hoping and waiting for is our redemption, our full redemption in terms of Christ's return. It's going to happen because we've been redeemed in him. Mercy is ours in him. Great redemption of our sins and forgiveness. This is the thing that can keep us from thinking about the Lord and reading the word is struggling to remember and believe it's true. But the word tells us it's true. We need to give ourselves to the word. So often I have gotten through fear and anxiety that kept me from facing something that I knew I had to do. And I felt completely incapable physically, emotionally, even mentally, mentally. I just felt like I couldn't do it. And I did pray. But what really helped me to be able to wait and hope in the Lord and then get about what I had to do was opening this altar and singing. It, it's not infrequent in my office. I have the door shut. Oh, no one's here. <laughs> and I, uh, I open this altar. And I turn to Psalms that I know will encourage me because of what they say about God to me and me and God. And a few times, and not that long ago, I turned to this Psalm. And I really needed it. Psalm 56, 3 to 4. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. 
In God I will praise his word. In God have I put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. You can go back and hear the sermon I preached on that text a while ago, and I was preaching on it to encourage myself to go do the scariest thing I ever have to do in my life. I found myself crying out to God in my bed. I'm so afraid. But I remembered the psalm singing by the children. You'll recall when I preached it. Uh, when I am afraid, I will trust in you, God. When I am afraid, I will trust in you, God. That's why it's so wonderful to sing God's word, <laughs> my beloved psalm singers. I remembered that, and I went to the psalm, and I sang it, and I read it, meditated on it, and the Lord blessed me with his word to continue waiting and to continue hoping. Beloved, wait upon such words that follow here from God's word to be yours waiting on him in hope. And of course, this is just a sample, not a random sample, but a sample. Romans 8, 26 and 28. Likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. I'll wait on the Lord. My soul waits on the Lord in his word. I will hope. Lamentations 3, 21 to 26. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him. To the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Let's turn to Galatians 5, verse 5 for our hope. I say that, but I'll read them for you. Uh, for we, through the Spirit, wait for hope of righteousness by faith. Job 13, 15. Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. Job 19, 25 to 27. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold. And not another, though my reins be consumed within me. 
Psalm 16, verse 11, which you'll remember, Peter quotes most of it in Acts chapter 2 to prove that Jesus is the Messiah of Psalm 16, because look, you have all observed he is raised from the dead. Therefore, he is the Messiah, which was prophesied of him. David knew he was a prophet. Speaking of Christ and his resurrection, Peter says, when he writes in Psalm 16, and you will not allow my, uh, my heart, body, my soul to be left in corruption, in hell. You're going to raise me from the dead. But the last verse is this, and this is the hope for all Christians that we're ultimately waiting for. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Or how Psalm 23 opens and closes. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. How often have we not needed to turn to Psalm 23, hoping in the Lord and waiting upon him? Closes the same ultimate hope. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 33, verse 20. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Psalm 39, verse 7. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. Psalm 73, 24 to 26. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee. And there is none upon earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Psalm 119 verse 74 and the way it ends it may be another verse to highlight that particularly goes well with our scripture tonight Psalm 130 verse 5 Psalm 119 verse 74 they that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I have I have hoped in thy word they'll be glad to see me those who fear you because I have hoped in thy word See, there's an aspect of as we know to hope in his word and how we wait upon what God promises in his word. There's something about that that blesses our brethren and helping them to hope and wait in the Lord by his word. Psalm 121 verses 1 and 2. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. Hebrews 13, verse 5. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee.
Psalm 136, 26 times. I'm not going to go read all the verses, but there are 26 verses. And as you'll recall, as you endured my long sermon when I first got here, based on my Hebrews paper, my Hebrew paper, <laughs> every single verse ends with his mercy endureth forever. Uh, John 11, verse 25, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Revelation 2, verse 10. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. That's Christ speaking to his church. Isaiah 40, 31. How often do we draw on this and how glad are we to be turned back to it, to wait and hope in the Lord. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Romans 5, verse 5. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Hebrews 6. 17 to 20. Wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil, whither the forerunner is for us entered even Jesus made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek well that's drawing on another word isn't it Psalm 110 and remember in Hebrews he keeps bringing up the order of Melchizedek, a priest after the order of Melchizedek which is quoting Psalm 110 verse 4 which is alluding back and referring to Genesis 14, the type and figure of Christ. So even that is turning to another part of God's word for that hope. But thinking back to the temptation in the wilderness with Christ, Matthew 4, verse 4, Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, where Jesus quotes the word of God again and again, and he says, again, man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. 
Beloved, if, if Jesus, who is the word and was perfect in his humanity, yet needed God's word to endure, how much more do you and I need to hope in God through his word? That's the message for you this evening. Hope in God through his word. I'm going to screw it in a little tighter still. I'm going to give it to you again. You ready? Hope in God through his word. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, we do put our hope in you and in the resurrection and all your promises of eternal life and the new heavens and the new earth and our new spiritual bodies and the eternal day where there'll be no more death and no more tears. As I heard someone say recently, it isn't that there'll even be the wiping away of tears. That will be gone too. There'll be nothing like that. Lord, we are waiting for your return, Jesus Christ. We are hoping and we are hoping with an anchor to our soul that doth not disappoint and is the hope within us to be ready to give a witness about the resurrection, eternal life in heaven with Christ. And you have given us your word as a lamp to our feet, as a light to our path to persevere unto the end. Your word is true. You are not a liar. And it is here for us to open and read and sing and pray and believe and have hope as we wait and have hope as we wait and have hope. Oh, Lord, we wait for you. Our soul doth wait, and in your word, and in Jesus Christ, who is the word, we do hope. Bless this hope, strengthen and nourish it by your word. Let us study and meditate on it. Let us memorize it. Let us sing it, such as this word tonight. Lord, give us resolve and peace that we will not be waiting forever. And you, who are our hope, shall come for us and we'll be together with you and our brethren forever and ever. This is the hope of Christianity in Christ our Lord, in whom we pray. And all your people waiting and hoping in you, giving themselves to your word this evening, say, Amen.